Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, thank you so much for taking the time to come and listen. Make sure that if you're not already subscribed on all of my channels that you go ahead and do so. Check me out on YouTube and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is that you use. Um, it's going to be the same names. Also, if you are interested in my uh, biblical podcast, it's going to be Lamp of the Body that has YouTube and Spotify as well. And we're going to get started with some, some advice um, that I think is going to be very, very important for this upcoming year. So I'm recording this in 2024, January. And it's not a New Year's resolution episode, but it, it does happen to be some stuff that that could help you if that's what you're trying to do. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Let's let's get right into it. Um, I think it's definitely going to be a good place to start. There's there's I'm sure some goals that you would like to accomplish this year, and maybe you don't consider them to be resolutions, but they're just they're things that are important to you, and you want to make them happen. You feel like you've been stuck over the last few years. You've wanted to do this for a long time, and it just hasn't manifested for you it just hasn't come together and you know what you need to do and you're just not doing it so let's get into it and i want to start with a few common mistakes that people make when they're starting something new one is that they tend to overestimate the value of efforts and underestimate the power of consistency so you don't need the perfect workout routine to achieve that dream body but you do need to be consistent in training often and you need to be persistent in keeping that habit alive over the long term as well. So the guys that make it through military training, for example, are not always the strongest and they're not always the fastest. What really matters in that environment and really in the rest of life is um, you know, it's, it's your mental it's your mental fortitude. It's, it's the, the grit that you have. It's the discipline that you can bring to the table. Anybody can show up and work super hard for a few minutes. Anyone can roll in and crush it for you know an afternoon or two and anybody can take off sprinting at the starting line. But what's going to separate the winners from the losers is who's still going years down the road, who stays in the fight, who stays in the game. And we live in this very, uh, this, this very, I want it right now kind of culture. We live in a Amazon prime sort of society and we just want everything to be delivered to us right now, right here, nothing complicated, nothing too difficult. And eh, it work out this week. So I guess I'm going to quit. And, Oh, I, I just, I guess I'm stuck. Cause I've tried it all month and, you know, I'm not seeing the results I want, and I guess I'll just give up, right? And we want to we want to have it right now, but we don't want to do the work over the long term. And the reality is that's that's where it that's where it happens. It, it takes time, it takes discipline, it takes effort over a prolonged period of of years. Oftentimes, we want to go viral overnight, and we want to look shredded by this summer. We want that relationship or that job by this weekend. You know, we want that book deal or that applause by sundown. And it's just not the way that the world works. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of ways, tons of ways that you can expedite 
that personal growth. But it's more important that you focus on your habits than on trying to get there quickly. Because when you put enough effort and attention into the daily routine, into the process that you have to go through, and you learn to fall in love with that journey, that's what's going to get you to the end of the road. That's what's going to get you to your, your finish line. It's those daily things that you do over and over and over again that end up compounding over time to produce the results that you're after. And it's, it's more important to focus on making absolutely sure that you practice and train every single day, whether or not you're progressing as fast as you would like, than it is to put in a ton of effort and just try to jump to the finish line really quick. It's much better to work out for 20 minutes a day every day than it is to go to the gym and work out for two hours every weekend. It's much better to play guitar for 20 minutes a day than it is to go play for three hours Saturdays, right? Like you're going to progress a lot faster. You're going to build that skill. You're going to build that muscle memory much better when your brain learns, hey, this is really important. I do it every single day. It's something that I set aside time for. So maybe I should start diverting more of my unconscious resources towards making it a priority. So the second part of that is this. You can accomplish way more than you think you can in the long run, but way less than you think you can in the short term. So listen, don't be one of those people whose resolutions are over by the end of February because they bit off more than they could chew. Don't overestimate how much you're actually going to commit to and, and, and realistically going to do on a daily basis. I would love to sit here and tell you that you should shoot for the stars and all that good stuff. And you should, but until you commit to mastering the basics and you're able just to show up, there's almost zero chance of you making it. And that really frustrates me about a lot of people is that they, they tell me about all these grand ideas and goals and plans that they have. They, they've got it all figured out. They're going to do all this stuff. And I'm just like, no, you're not. Like, start, just go to the gym. Don't tell me about this crazy workout routine that you have. Just go and make it a priority to go, whatever it is, three days a week, four days a week, six days a week. I don't care. Whatever it is, just focus on that. Don't worry about how much you do once you're there. Just get there. Oh, I'm going to learn all of these songs by the end of the year on the on the drums or whatever it is. Maybe, but um, probably not. Like, just focus on playing and becoming a drummer. Focus on becoming a musician, being the kind of person that sits down and plays music every day. If you want to go into writing, you know, don't worry about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a book this year. Don't, maybe, but that's not the point. The point is that you become a writer. You become somebody that is engaged in this on a daily basis. It's just a part of your life because that's what's going to matter. It doesn't, like realistically, if it takes you one year to write a best-selling novel, you start this year and it takes you a year to write it versus if you if it takes you five years what does that actually do for you in the long run because in five years you're still a famous writer in five years you still have everything that you want it's like oh i don't want to wait for that but you're much better in five years you can handle the pressure that comes with that sort of responsibility with those expectations a lot better because you've put in the work and you trust yourself so here's the thing though there's good news with this and it's that this kind of works both ways it doesn't take any talent. It doesn't take any head start, any privilege, any anything in life just to show up and do the work. And it's super frustrating to look at people that have more talent than you do and, and have a head start than you than you do. But the reality is that most people are not even trying and just stepping out there and getting started is going to put you way ahead of 99% of people. And I know that people throw the, like percentages out there like that and they, they don't really mean anything. 
and I'm making that up too, but I'm, I'm really serious that almost nobody consistently shows up and does the work. If you're willing just to do that, you're going to set yourself so far apart from the competition. It's not even funny. It really isn't. Stick with this for five years. Whatever your plan is, stick with it for five years and tell me that you're not going to be in the top 10%. Because if you actually work at it hard for the next couple of years, you can be an expert. You can be, you can be up there. You can be super competitive. And I'm, I'm dead serious about that. It doesn't matter what it is that you're doing. You have pretty good odds of success if you stick with it long enough. So, and out of the people that are there, most of those people quit before they even find that big breakthrough, right? It's, but it's, it's really hard to beat somebody who refuses to quit. And the longer that you stay in the game, the higher your odds of success. Now, a compass doesn't do me any good if I don't know where I'm at on a map. So you have to start this journey by being honest about where you are right now before you can begin figuring out how you're going to get to where you would like to end up. So start by managing those small habits well and use that practice as a foundation for building up to the big goals. We all like to say, well, I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to jump in at like an intermediate level. I must jump in doing an hour a day every day with this brand new thing. It's like, probably not, right? Start with 20 minutes a day. Start with 10 minutes a day. Just do it. Hey, I, I want to learn something. I'm going to watch a 10, 15 minute YouTube video every single day about this topic for the next six months and see where I'm at. I'm going to watch a 10 minute YouTube video that's educational. I sit down intentionally, watch this video. I'm going to take that and apply it to the thing that I'm doing, whatever it is. That's it. 10 minutes a day plus another five, 20 minutes a day of practice. That's it. That's all you need. I'm not saying you should stay there. I'm saying that to get started, that's probably what you need. Okay. Now, if you already are at an intermediate or advanced level, you can start to, to dial that up a bit more. You can start to push that a little bit further. But just to get started, like, don't bite off more than you can chew. Don't waste your time overthinking the details and trying to work out all the bugs before you jump in. You're never going to be perfect. But if you outlast everyone else, you're going to end up with the advantage no matter where you're at today. So pace yourself, get started, stick with it. If you are, again, at a more advanced level with whatever it is you're doing, use this as motivation. Stay in the game longer because it's gonna you're going to hit those times where you just feel like you're not making the progress that you want to and you keep pushing, pushing, pushing and nothing's changing and you feel like everyone else is succeeding faster than you are. Everybody else is getting better faster than you are. Just stay with it. Outlast everyone else. If you can do that, you can win. Promise. So the second point that I want to talk about it doesn't matter what you know, it matters what you do. Now, more often than not, when we find the solution to a problem, it ends up being something that was staring at us in the face the whole time. And I'm, I'm sure we can all relate to that. And while we, not, we, we might not have the details worked out, we do typically have a pretty good sense of what it is that's holding us back. So everyone who's out of shape knows that they should eat better and exercise more and there's a million ways to do those things, but no matter how complicated the topics of diet and exercise can be, we pretty much know if what we're putting in our mouth is junk or not. We pretty much know if we're exercising enough or not. We know if we're practicing or learning enough or not. In general, right? We, we already kind of know if what we're spending our time on is fruitful or wasteful. So the problem isn't always what we know, but it is always what we do because you can know the right thing to do and not do it. You can also do the right thing on accident and get great results from that. People do stumble into success all the time. They stumble onto that formula. But the difference between those people and the unlucky ones is that the lucky ones were in the game. 
they were trying they were going for it and yeah luck does matter to some to some extent like circumstance does differ for for people and it is what it is i mean you can't you can complain about that if you want but it's a waste of breath but the longer you stay in the game the more likely you are to to find one of those hidden opportunities or catch one of those breaks and you can complain about the hand that you've been dealt and how that makes things harder if you want but the reality is that if you're an adult You've had your whole life to play that hand. You've had time to work through the obstacles in front of you. You've had time to acquire the information that you need in order to succeed. And when it comes down to it, you can know everything there is to know about a subject. But if you don't apply yourself to its practice, then that knowledge isn't power. It's just potential. And that's comforting for a lot of people. They like the potential, but they don't like the responsibility of actually stepping out there and taking on the risk. And meanwhile, there's someone who knows less and is less qualified who's running laps around you because they did not let that uncertainty interfere with their adventure, with their dreams, with their goals. They made the decision to start, and now they've made progress while you have stayed complacent. So stop making excuses for why you don't have the fruits when you haven't planted the seed and watered the garden. Be honest with yourself because the story that you've internalized about your your lack and your obstacles is doing more to hurt you than your actual problems. The last part, this is number three, honesty is a non-negotiable. So radical self-honest evaluation is just essential for making quick progress. If you really do want a shortcut to success, it's going to be honesty. So we all have this tendency to lie to ourselves so that we don't feel too bad about you know, our, our performance, and we tell ourselves that we're doing a lot better than we really are, or that our reasons for not doing more are valid when they really aren't. Listen, nobody's interested in excuses. People look at the results. That's it. They don't look at your life and say, oh, they've had it so hard. They're poor because of all this. That They just see that you're poor. Oh, they're out of shape and gross and disgusting because they, they don't see the, the excuses. They don't see the backstory. People are interested in the results that you bring to the table because at the end of the day, guess what? Life is hard for everyone. It sucks for all of us. And people have different problems. People have different hardships. People have different struggles. But at the end of the day, we all have them. And we all have the choice to make. Do I want to let this define me as my failure? Do I want this to let me or do I want this to keep me stuck? Or do I want this to be something that propels me out of this situation? Do I want to use this as motivation and never be in this place again? Do I want to free myself from this state of complacency? You know, I understand that not everybody is as driven to succeed as I am. But if you are listening to this, it's because there's something inside of you that wants to be better. And I want to do anything I can to bring that out of you. Even if you don't quite know what it is yet, it's there and it's driving you forward. And you should nurture that. You should, you should fall in love with that. You should feed that as much as you can. And you feed it by giving it energy, by giving it attention, and by doing the work. And you know this. You know what you need to do. The, the, what I just said about how we kind of know the stuff that we need to do to get started or that what, what are the things that are holding us back, right? It's a matter of actually doing it. And a lot of times the reason that we don't get started with those things is because we're not honest with ourselves. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Ah, oh, people don't really think of me that way. Ah, it's whatever. It's not that it's, it's not that serious. It is. 
and you know it is. And the quicker you're honest with yourself, the faster you can solve those problems before they start to compound and become even harder to break. Now, most people are going to hear me talk about doing more, and they're going to have a million reasons for why they can't. Most people don't want to hear that they could be exceptional and only aren't because they haven't taken the proper action. Because most people are so in love with the lies that they tell themselves about life and about themselves that they will fight to the death to keep from having to face that truth. To be honest with yourself is very uncomfortable. It just is because our ego likes to tell us the story that feels best. We like to we like to feel good about ourselves. And it's not it's not a it's not a crime to want to feel good about yourself. It's not a crime to like want to congratulate yourself or like, you know, what, like you did try. That's fine. Right. But when it prevents you from taking action, when it prevents you from bettering yourself, it becomes a cage. And our pride likes to tell us that we're much better off than we really are. So the quicker that we can start to be honest and take a, a good um, inventory of where we're at, the faster we have, we know our starting point, which means that we can get to the finish line that much easier because we're not lost anymore. We're not, you know, we're, we're not trying to get across the country on the wrong interstate at that point. And listen, you will start growing so much faster when you just commit to examining every aspect of your life as closely as possible and you absolutely refuse to make any excuses or to look the other way. Be real with yourself, right? I'm out of shape because of my bad choices. I'm not respected at work because of my actions. My ex treated me badly, but they were only able to do that because I allowed it. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so deeply uncomfortable to look that closely at what your unconscious mind has tried so hard to cover up. But that type of honesty is a major catalyst for any kind of progress. It's going gonna, it's gonna to create a lot of very rapid momentum in your life when you start addressing the things that are holding you back. Because at the end of the day, you meet people that are, that are a little bit further along in life. They're a little bit older. And it's like, it's always something. They're still in the same place they were 10 years ago. They still don't have money. They're still not in shape. They still don't have the relationship that they want. They still didn't accomplish the things that are important to them. They still haven't found a way to contribute to the community. They're very selfish. They're living in their own lives, stuck in their own just constant cascade of stress and difficulty because they make their lives difficult. And anybody that has ever worked with the public knows this. If you worked in retail, if you worked in food, if you worked in sales, you know how stupid people are. And I say that with love because I want you guys to be a little bit smarter than the average person. And also, it's not that hard to do. So if you put in like any effort, you're kidding. <laughs> you're going to make some progress there. But seriously, people complain their entire lives about like, oh, it's, it's this, it's that. People are trying to take advantage of me, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but there's things that are in your way. And when you're honest about what they are, you can confront them in a meaningful way. You can actually solve those problems. And we just, we don't want to do that. Because it's easier to tell ourselves that, well, I didn't get that promotion because of X, Y, Z, because of the person was whatever. It's like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe people are looking at you in a certain way. That's not fair. Maybe people don't understand the message that you're trying to communicate. But what, what can you do? What can you take responsibility for? Can I change the way that I speak? Can I learn to express myself better? Can I learn to be more confident under pressure? Can I learn to you know, to, to manage my anxiety when I'm in these, in these interviews, can I do more interviews, you know, accuracy by volume, do as much as I can, throw it all at the wall, see what sticks, right? 
most people never embrace that kind of self-discovery because they love the comfort of their lies more than the responsibility of truth. And that responsibility is what really scares people. Because when you tell someone you could be better, well, then the only person to blame is them, is you. And if you're a fan of mine, I don't want you to fall into that category. I don't want you to listen to me, but stay stuck year after year after year. I want more for you. I love you guys. You, you've been very supportive of me, and I want to be supportive of you as well. And sometimes that means being very brutally honest. But the reality is you are going to stay stuck in the areas where you stay blind. It's a willing blindness. Refusal to confront reality means you continue to be led by a lie. And it's time to start addressing those lies. 2024 is going to be different for us. And if you're listening to this in the future, maybe this is time capsule. And 2024 is like the year of lies. Maybe there's a lot of deception in the world coming up and especially in the media. I predict that happening. You guys can mark this down. There's going to be some crazy stuff that happens. Last year wasn't too bad. 2023 wasn't too bad. But I think something's going to change this year. I'm not really sure what it is, but I'm curious. I'm ready to, to, to find out. Anyway, the problems, the problems that you least want to address, those are the doors to the areas where you need the most breakthrough. So open them. Let's get after it. Make sure again, guys, that you follow me across platforms. So Spotify and YouTube, please. I'm trying to get my followers up. Instagram as well. Also, guys, reach out to me with any comments, questions that you have. Um, Instagram is the best way to get in touch with me, as well as just kind of commenting on videos. Uh, make sure that you share with your friends if this is something that you think could benefit them. And if you are, again, interested in the, uh, the biblical podcast that I have, that is Lamp of the Body. So be sure to check that out as well. Thank you again for listening. Good luck. Happy New Year.